Shalom to all. Today's office is cited Ches. We are starting about the fourth line at the two dots. And today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Mars, Miriam, Zara, Basar, Yaakov, Moshe, Hernish, Shamash, and Avonaliyah. And Lili Nishmas, Mars, Rivka, Basar, Meir, Zev, Hernish, Shamash, and Avonaliyah. And the Mishnah says, Shamash, can as a cited Vichulu. And the Mishnah listed three different people that their procedure or process takes place by Shire Nikonar. The Gemara says, Bishlam is We understand Saitais. The reason they get the water to drink over there is Dixi because says in the Pasuk of Ahemed, Akainas, Isha, Lifne, Hashem. The kind stands the woman in front of Hashem. Shire Nikonar was the main entrance to the base of Mikdash, and from there was a direct line to the Kaddish Kadashim, so that's considered Lifnei Hashem, Mitzorai Nami. The entire process of Mitzorai also takes place there, because the Pasuk says, and the Pasuk continues, Lifnei Hashem. Why does a Yeledes, a woman who's becoming Tar after childbirth, why does she stand over there? If you want to say, that's because when they come, they have to stand by their carbon. The time you have a bride, a person's carbon can't be brought unless they're standing over their carbon. Now, a woman who's Tommy from childbirth, is not allowed to walk in further than Sharnikanar. So it's like she's standing over her carbon if she stands there, and that's the reason why she would have to be there. Well, if so, Azav or Azava, when they're bringing their carbonas, they should have to stand there as well because they can't go in any further than Sharnikanar. So Gemara says, You're right. The Tana mentioned only one of them, namely Yeledis, a woman who had just given birth, but the same thing applies to Azav and Azava. The Gemara continues, Tana Banu, we have a Braisa. In Mashkin, Shte Saitis Ka'achas, no giving two Saitis to drink at the same time. Why is that Kadesh Liba Gaspa Chaverta? said her heart shouldn't be emboldened. Gas means emboldened. She shouldn't have ego and stand strong because of her friend. Let's say one of the women, she's standing strong and she's saying I'm innocent because she really is innocent. The other woman might now embolden herself and say, oh, she's saying that she's Tahar. I'm going to continue saying that I'm Tahar even though woman number two is not Tahar. So therefore, we don't give them to drink at the same time. Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda tells us, that's not the reason. Ella, it's only for the following reason. Omar Kra, the Pasuk says, Isa, that the kind makes her swear. What do we learn from the word Isa? Levada, she does it alone and there's not allowed to be another woman there. The Gemara says, Tanakama, Haksev Isa. What does the Tanakama do with the Pasuk Isa? So he answered, Tanakama Rib Shemini. The Tanakama is Rib Shemin. The Darsh Tam Dekra. He Darshins the reason that a Pasuk tells us we have to do something. In other words, Umatam Ka'amar. It's a Matam. What's the reason? Matam Isa Levada. What's the reason when the Pasuk says Isa? It means Levada, meaning why does she have to be alone? in order that she shouldn't get emboldened by the other woman. Now the Gemara asks my Benayu, what's the difference between them? They both seem to dash in the same Pasuk, so what's the difference between Rab Shimon and Rabbi Huda? The Gemara answers, the difference is, if one of the women is trembling. If one of the women is trembling because she's so scared of the water, then there's no concern over here. She's clearly afraid enough that we don't have to fear that she's going to be overconfident, and the other woman will see her trembling with fear, so we don't have to be afraid that woman number two is going to be overconfident either. Now that'll only be good according to Rab Shimon, who gives this reason, but according to the Tanakama, that it's just based off of a Pasuk, this reason wouldn't help at all. The Gemara continues, Varsessas, me, Mashkin, even if one of the women is trembling, so we wouldn't have any issues. Even so, we're going to allow them to drink at the same time? It can't be because we don't make mitzvahs into bundles. If a person has a whole bunch of mitzvahs to do, we don't want him to bundle them all together and try to potter himself from them all at once because it looks like he just wants to get rid of those mitzvahs and they're burdensome to him. And where do we see this? Now we have Mishnah, in Mashkin, no giving two sites to drink at the same time, no being retired two mitzvahs at the same time, no making a hole in the ear of two Evid Ivries at the same time. If we have an Egla Rufa situation, we're not allowed to do two at the same time. Why is that? We don't make mitzvahs into bundles. We have to do each mitzvah separately. So I'm Rabbi, he answers, I'm saying, they answered, there's no problem. This mission that we just quoted is talking about when we only have one Kayin. So one Kayin isn't allowed to do all these things at the same time. No giving two women to drink, no making a hole in the ear of two Evid Ivries at the same time. And that's because if one person is doing two things, it looks like he's making mitzvahs chavilas chavilas. However, if we have two different kaihanim, then we technically wouldn't have an issue. And we can explain the mission we had said about kain oiches the kain tears her clothing and unbraids her hair. So we say to Rabbanu, we have a 
Brisa, the Pasuk tells us Uparas Raisha Isha, and he uncovers the head of the woman. Now, Ainli El Raisha, I only know from this Pasuk that he would uncover her hair. Gufa Minayin, how do we know that her body has to be uncovered? As we said, her clothing is torn. Tamalimer, Ha Isha. Ha Isha is including that her body has to be uncovered. In Cain asked the Gemara, Ma Tamalimer Uparas Raisha, why does the Pasuk have to tell us Uparas Raisha? If we're uncovering her body, for sure her head has to be uncovered. So we answer, Malamacha Kain Saisar Sara. This tells us that the Kain not only is he uncovering her hair, but he's also unbraiding her hair. And the Gemara contains Rabbi Yehuda Imram Hayaliba Vachulu. Rabbi Yehuda said if her lave, meaning her chest, was attractive, so then we're going to cover it up and we're not going to reveal it. And the same thing with her hair. So the Gemara asks, Does that mean that Rabbi Yehuda is chayish? He suspects that people are going to have improper thoughts by seeing her, and the Rabbanon are not chayish, and they say that we should uncover her. We see the opposite. And this Brisa talks about when a man or a woman is going to be getting skila. And the Brisa tells us, Ha'ish, a man, We cover him with a small piece of cloth in his front. Before we give skila to a man, we take off all of his clothing and we just cover his genitals in his front with like a little loincloth. Ve'ha'isha, a woman, shnei prakim, she gets two pieces of cloth. Echem milfanev, echem melachereha, one in front and one in back. Mipnei erva, because she's completely erva, her erva is visible even from the back. Divir Rabbi Yehuda, that's Rabbi Yehuda's opinion. Whereas Ve'chamayim l'chamim say, Ha'ish nizkal arum, a man is stoned unclothed. Ve'en ha'isha nizkal saruma, a woman is not stoned unclothed. So you see from here that we have a steer in Divir Rabbi Yehuda. We actually also have a steer in Divir Rabbanon, and we're going to be asking that a little bit later. But right now we're focusing on the steer in Divir Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda, our mission seems to say that the reason why we're not going to uncover this woman is because we don't want people to have improper thoughts. But by skila, he doesn't mind her being uncovered. So I'm Rabbi answers, Hacha time am I? What's the reason over here? Rabbi Yehuda doesn't want her to be uncovered. Maybe she's going to leave Bezdin. She's going to leave the base of Mikdash, and she's going to be meritorious. It's going to turn out that she didn't do that vera, and then everyone's going to have seen her unclothed. These garba pirchikahuna and the young kaihanim who were most probably hanging around at that time, they're going to be aroused by her, and then they're going to go chase after her once she leaves to try to do an Avera with her. Whereas Hassam over there, when we're talking about Skila, Hamistalka, she's being killed. And so there's no fear that anything's going to happen with her afterwards because she's not going to be here. And Vichitim, if you want to say that even in the case of Misa, we have a problem, that a person that sees this woman unclothed, he's not going to be able to do anything with her after Skila because she's dead, but he might try to go do something with a different woman. That's not a problem because Amarav, Rav says, Gemir, we have a tradition, we have a Messiah, the Ain Yitzhahara Shailat, El Masha'in of Reis, the Yitzhahara is only Shailat in regards to something that a person saw. If he saw that woman, he's going to have a Yitzhahara for that woman, but not for a different one. So we don't have fear. Now Amarav, Rav asks, Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda Kasha, Rabbanah, Rabbanah, Lai Kasha, we only have a steer on Divir Rabbi Huda, but not Divir Rabbanan. The Rabbanan in our Mishnah seem to say that we don't mind her being uncovered, whereas when talking about Skila, the Rabbanan say that she is covered. So that's a steer on Divir Rabbanan also. El Amarav, Rav tells us, Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda, Kasha, there's no question Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Huda can shun like we already answered. And Chasma Beis on top, Rabbanah, Rabbanah, Nami Lai Kasha, there's also no steer in the Divir Rabbanan. Why is that? Because Hachatayim Amai, over here, what's the reason why it's okay for her to be unclothed? Mishum, because the Pasuk tells us, and all the women will be chastised. The whole purpose of embarrassing her in front of the women is this pasuk, that they see what happens to a woman when she acts inappropriately with other men, and they're going to be chastised, they're going to get a muster from this, and it's not considered full-out shame unless men are also present, and we're not afraid that anyone's going to have improper thoughts because of this. Whereas Hassam over there, when I'm talking about Misa, this is the greatest Yisra, the greatest chastisement, if you will, she's getting killed. People are going to say, see, she did something wrong, and she got killed because of it, so there's no reason to also have her unclothed. The Gemara says, if you're going to suggest, why not? We should do both to her. Not only is she going to be killed, we should also embarrass her in the process. So he answers, Amakar the Pasuk says, Love your fellow like yourself. And what does this teach us? Choose for him a pleasant, positive Misa. If a person has to be killed, so we're going to do it in the most pleasant, positive way. And therefore, we're not going to embarrass her in the process. Now the Gemara suggests, Let's say this member of Nachman is Machlekes Tanayim, because Rabbi Huda says that we do embarrass her when she gets killed. So it seems to be that Rabbi Huda does not hold of this drasha 
Everyone holds Rav Nachman. When a person has to be killed, we're going to try to do it in the most pleasant, positive way. Then not being embarrassed is more preferred to a person than pain inflicted on their body. And that's the Chachamim. Umar Savar Rabbi Huda holds Tsar Dgufe Adiflate Femi Bizyane, the Tsar of his body is more preferred than his Bizayan. If a person gets skila in their clothing, so it's going to be a little bit more painful because the clothing pads the fall and it's going to take a little bit longer to die. So that'd be the reason to remove clothing before skila in order that there's not so much Tsar Haguf. However, that causes Bizayan. So Rabbi Huda holds that a person would rather have Bizayan as opposed to more Tsar Dguf, and that's why a woman is going to get stoned unclothed. Whereas Rabban hold that no, she would prefer to be stoned with her clothing on and not suffer that embarrassment. And that's how we see that even Rabbi Huda holds Baralai Misa Yafa. And the Gemara continues to explain the Mishnah. We had said, if she was wearing white clothing, so the kind has to put black clothing on her because black clothing are unattractive. Tana, we have a Braisa, let a black clothing look good on her. So he puts repulsive clothing on her. The Mishnah said, if she had golden ornaments and nose rings and regular rings, he has to take them off of her. The Gemara's Pshita, that's obvious. Now that we see that we're going out of our way to make her a to make her repulsive by tearing her clothing and letting her hair down. Honey, buy this, you have to tell me. Of course, we're going to take off all of her jewelry. So Gamar says, no, Malatim, we might have thought, but Hani Isli Bizayin Fei, that she's actually going to have more Bizayin if she's wearing her jewelry. Like Hidamrian, she's similar to what people say. Shliach Artil, the person's completely unclothed, Vasai Masani, and he's wearing his shoes. A fellow who's walking around completely unclothed, but wearing shoes, is subject to ridicule and embarrassment. So perhaps it'd be more embarrassing for her. Her chest is bared and her hair is down, and she's being embarrassed in front of everyone. So maybe it's even more embarrassing if she's wearing her jewelry. Kamash Mulan, that's what the is telling us that we take her jewelry off. And the continues, Afterwards, the kind brings this rope made out of fiber that grows around the palm tree and ties her clothing with it so that it doesn't completely fall off. And the Gemara tells us, This chevel, this rope, is a ma'akiv by the saita. Do we have to bring a chevel mitri? And what are the two sides to the coin? Is the whole reason why we have this rope is simply so that her clothing don't fall off of her completely and therefore we would also be able to use a small belt. Let's say we can't find the chevel mitri. Perhaps, since we have a statement, she put on a small belt for him, meaning for this suspected adulterer, for this naif, who she was warned not to seclude herself with. So, therefore, that's what the kind dafka brings a chevel mitri, which is a coarse rope, and it's very embarrassing for her, and he ties it above her breasts. And so, if that's the reason why we're using it, ma'akiv, then it would be ma'akiv, we would have to use a chevel mitri. So, he told him, Tanisua, it was taught, so that her clothing don't fall off of her. So, you see, the main purpose of this rope is so that her clothing don't fall down. And therefore, if they don't have a chavel mitzri, they could just use a small belt. And lastly, the Mishnah said, Anyone that wants to watch the proceedings is allowed to watch. Now the Gemara asks, Hagufa Kasha, this itself is a stira. Amrit, you said in the beginning of the Mishnah, Anyone that wants to watch can watch. Amo, we see from here, It doesn't make a difference. Men and women are allowed to watch. Then the Mishnah says, all women are allowed to see mashma nashim in anashim lai. Only women are allowed to watch and not men. So Rabbi he answers tirgama anashim. Let's explain the first part of the Mishnah to be talking about the women. Meaning when the Mishnah says anyone who wants to come to see can watch, that's referring to the women. But Amalei Rava Rava asked him hakal katani. The Mishnah says very clearly whoever wants to see can come and see mashma. There's no problem for men to come and see. El Amalei Rava he gives a different answer. Anyone that wants to come and watch, no problem. Doesn't make a difference if it's men or women. However, 
the women are chayiv to watch the proceedings. Shnever, because the Pasuk says, and all women will be chastised, and they're going to learn not to do like hers that she did. So men could watch if they want to, but they don't have to. Women are commanded to some extent that they have to watch so that they take this muster to heart. And we continue on with the brand new Mishnah, with a midah, the measure that a person measures out for himself, that's how they measure him. In other words, this is a way of saying midah kenegin midah. However, a person acts with himself and with other people, things that he does or doesn't do, Hashem pays him midah kenegin midah with that same measure. And now we're going to apply this to this saita. He kishta saatzmo lavera. She adorned herself for the avera. Hamakim nivla. Hashem says now she's not going to be adorned. She's going to be repulsive. We tear her clothing. We unbraid her hair, so on and so forth. He gilsa saatzmo lavera. She revealed herself for the avera. Hamakim gila aleha. The tire says we should reveal her and everyone should know about her. She started the Avera first with her thigh, then her stomach, and the act of intimacy, pleasure is first had by the thigh, then by the stomach. That's where her thigh gets struck first when she drinks the water, and then after her stomach, and the rest of her body doesn't get saved either. As the Pasuk tells us, that once she drinks the Mehamarim, first it says that her thigh collapses, then it says that her stomach explodes, and the rest of her body is also affected. And the Gemara tells us, Amrav Yosef, even though Mida was completely nullified, meaning the Arba Misa's Bezdin, the four different Misa's that Bezdin can meet out, even though that was Batal, the concept of Mida, Kenag and Mida, that hasn't been nullified. Dom Rav Yosef, Yosef says, V'chein Tanu Rav Chir, he also taught, Miyam Shachar Besamikdash, from the day the Besamikdash was destroyed, Alpha Misha Batal Sanhedri, even though there's no Sanhedrin anymore, Arba Misa's Lai Batalu. The Arba Misa's Bezdin has not been Batal. Ask the Gemara of Habatlu, what do you mean? They have been Batal. We don't have a Sanhedrin, so we can't give the Arba Misa's Bezdin anymore. The Gemara explains, no, Eladin Arba Misa's Lai Batalu. It's the Din, the concept of the four Mises Bezdin, that hasn't been bottle. For example, Mishan is Chayv Skila, someone who's Chayv Skila, he either falls off of the roof, the beginning of Skila was getting pushed off of a high place, or a wild animal will trample him. Mishan is Chayv Sreifa, someone has to get Sreifa, either he'll get burned by a fire, or he's going to get bitten by a snake, and the snake's poison burns his insides. Mishan is Chayv Ariga, someone has to get killed, meaning beheaded, either he's going to be given over to the government, and the government's going to kill him, or bandits are going to attack him and they're going to kill him. Mishan is chayv chanika, someone who's chayv strangulation. Oitevayabanar, either they're going to drown in the river and get strangulated that way, or they're going to die with a srunchi misa, which is a misa where the person's throat constricts and they can't breathe. We're going to stop here for the day, but pick up tomorrow with the brisa, continuing to talk about this concept of mida kinek and mida, and once again bring it to saita. But for now, everyone should have a wonderful day.